Because this Shabbos we read Parshas Kisisa, and it's also Parshas Para. Let's see if we can connect Parshas Para to the Parsha. We will see that there's a natural connection, but we'll see if we can take a lesson from there. In this week's Parsha, we talk about the Chet Egal, the sin of the golden calf, the sin that Klai shortly after Matan they seem to have tripped up in what may even be, potentially even be something akin to idolatry. But when when did this happen? Moshe Benu was given the luchas we had Matantira was previously, and then it, and after forty days he was given the luchas to bring down to to Klaisro. As he's coming down, he hears the noise, the the, the frivolity of, of, of the Cheta Egal, and he breaks the luchas and he doesn't give them to Klaisro. And then the story continues, but. The, when the when Luchas are introduced to us, that says, and when Hashem gave to Moshe, when he finished speaking to Marasina, he gave him the Shnei Luchas Eidus, the two Luchas, the two tablets, and the stone stone tablets written with the finger of Hashem. And then it goes into say how Moshe Rabbeinu was late, and, 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 and the Chet Egal happened, and then there was Hashem, Moshe Davind, and Hashem changes it. There were Klaus was going to be punished, and Hashem, Moshe Davin and Hashem listened to the Tfilas of Moshe. And then it says, Moshe went, turned to come down with the Luchas to Klai And then it lists off, it starts telling us about the Luchas. They're written from both sides, you can see them. They're, they're, we can see the writing from both sides. And the Luchas from Masel, they came in with the, with the work of, of Hashem. And the writing was the writing of Hashem, and the Scharas al Luchas etched into the Luchas. The question is, why did the Torah wait? Till now to explain to us that this about the luchas. Why didn't it tell us this initially when it introduced the luchas? To, why, why over here? Which and shortly thereafter it says, "My Yeshua said he hears a lot of noise." And Moshe Rabbeinu says, "No, this is this is not this is not the noise of, of victory or the noise of, of, of weakness. Rather, it's just just noise." And he comes down and he breaks the luchas. So why 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 are we discussing the, the mile of the luchas or the, the, the now when he's about to be destroyed as opposed to previously? And the Mishnah, the Bryson Abba says that Chorus Alaluchais, from these words we learn, only, only person who is free who's, uh, is someone who's, who, who toils in Tyre. That's the test. The question is so, first we ask the question, what is, why wait until now to explain about the Luchais? That's one question. Um, what is, what is, another question is, what's the placement of this Ramaz, right over here? Why, why is Hashem, why is the, why is Chazal Da'ashim, right over here at this specific, at this point in time, they teach us this concept about freedom. And, um, so let's talk a little bit more about it. What does it mean, why is that true? So the, the, um, the, the morale explains, so there's, there's a concept, it's a difficult concept, it's called, in, in the world, there's chaymer and sura, which means to say it simply: there's a, there's there's matter which has a physical matter, and then there's the shape that the matter takes up. In 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 the world, the significant things are that shape. The matter is just what what fills the space in in between that shape. The shape is the the shape would be the idea, the concept, the the goal, the direction of what where you're going, trying to head. That's that's the shape. That's the tzura. The chaymer, the matter is just is just is just very secondary to the shape in itself. So if you'll find those the terms, chaymer refers to the secondary things as opposed to the tzura as the, as the primary things. Another another way another another way to say it would be to say 
that the, the tsura are things which impact others, cause, as opposed to the chaymer, which is the matter, that's what's impacted by others. Right? So the, so the more significant things impact, and the less significant things receive the impact. So that's way, a, way, a way to look at this. So we ask the question, what does it mean, first of all, only person who is free someone is Why is that true? So the morale explains that the Torah in, is, is, a, is an intellectual, spiritual thing. It's not a physical math thing. But it's the ideas that govern how the world should run. It's the ideas that govern what we should do. That's the Torah. That's the direction we have. What we do within that, our material selves, the world is just is just, it's just It's just following what should be done by, by the... As directed by the tzura, but if a person is Isaac Batera, person toils in Torah, he connects himself with the Torah, he raises up his physical matter to, in, in, in in accordance with the direction of that tzura. So he makes his physical matter almost as if it's part of the tzura itself. He's raising it up. So and cheres, he says, and this is my understanding. I don't say these words, but cheres would mean we talk about. It's a good question we ask. We know that Torah says when Hashem gave the Torah to Kaisal, he held the mountain over their head and he said, "You don't accept the Torah." We're going to drop the mountains. So where's the cheris and the Torah? Where's the freedom in the Torah? The Torah is, is, is obligations, right? First of all, you wouldn't have a choice. And second of all, you know, we have, if you accept the Torah, you have all sorts of things you have to do. Where's the freedom? You think freedom is anarchy. Freedom is doing whatever you want. So that's not what, what freedom means. Freedom means you have, you're free to direct the way things go. So if you're a member, if you're a part of the tzura, so you're, you're impacting, you're directing the direction of things. So if we raise, as opposed to being just impacted by others, a slave doesn't make decisions of his own. The slave is just is told what to do. So if we raise ourselves up, in the, the, we raise, we, if we raise, connect ourselves with the Torah, raise our material selves up to, to be Isaac Vatera, we become part of the, the, well, that which directs the world, as opposed to just being pushed along. And that could be, that's what you see, the, 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 we see over here the, the f- first physical manifestation of Torah was, was you know, up until this point, even though they learned Torah, it says, but it was all, it was all passed down, Orally, there was no physical Sefer Torah, there was no physical Luchas. The first physical thing of Torah in the world was these Luchas. Was given. So it was the first time there was a man, physical manifestation of Torah in, 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 these, in these Luchas, in these, in these tablets. So the thing is, because so that, that's what happened over here. This was an accomplishment. The Luchas coming down was, was, was the, giving us the opportunity to raise ourselves up, the physical world to be raised up, to become part of, this, of, the, of the Tzur, become part of the concept, become part of the idea. Make physicality and make it holy. So now, so we ask, so what happened though, we ask, so why, but why are you telling us this now? You could have told us this before. Because what happened by the Chet Egel? By the Chet Egel, just the opposite happened. By the Chet Egel, instead of Klai Yisrael raising themselves up to become, to raise their physicality up, to make it part of the, of the, of, of the, of the Sichlias, of the, of the intellect, of the Kedusha, holiness of the world, they allowed the Avaidazar the, to drag them down. They allowed themselves to do, to do it. They did an action which was of Avaida, of a sort of, of service. To, it wasn't Hashem. Some of the Rishonim said they were, they were, they were, some of them were trying to do for Hashem, not to Hashem, but, but that, that point was that it ended up being an Avaidazar, it ended up being a service to, to a false god, and they brought themselves down. So instead of raising the physicality up to be part of the Tzura, they, they brought themselves down. They brought down the Torah with them to the point that Moshe had to break the Luchas. He had to break, and they weren't able to have the luchas. So instead, instead of raising the self up, 
in the Chabin Chal Mishasik Vatayra, rather they, 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 allowed the, the, they allowed the physicality to drag the Ruchnis, the Sikhlis down with them. And that could be, we asked them, why, why talk about the Luchas in this manner over here? Because that's the point. The point is why the Luchas had to be broken. It's because you were supposed to be raising yourself up, and instead you raise yourself down, and you're not ready yet to have the, the Luchas in this world. And that could also be, it says, Moshe Rabbeinu broke the Luchas. He didn't ask Hashem first, he chose himself to do it. The Moram Sakham says that Hashem was agreed with him, he did the, he did the right thing. But why did it have to be that? Why didn't Hashem tell him to break it? The answer is because it could be because even though even though it's true that that was the sin of the Chedego brought brought was the opposite of what they were supposed to accomplish. This also was the beginning of the of repairing of that avla. The beginning of Moshe Rabbeinu's breaking the luchas was was part of his process to to bring the luchas the second luchas back. It was a long, it was a long process, another forty days, another forty days. But this was the beginning of that process. So it had to come from us. Moshe Rabbeinu broke the luchas because now again we're we're trying to bring that physicality back. And and it, and it says when he broke the luchas, it actually says Chazal say the letters of the luchas were flying in the air. I mean he went again, so he's returning that physicality. To Ruchnias, which is what we're, to, what we're trying to accomplish. Okay, so we asked, now we answer the question why we didn't describe Luchas un, until now, is because now is highlighting why they had to be broken. But the question is, um, what does this have to do with Parshas Para? What is Parshas Para? Parshas Para talk, talks about somebody who becomes Tame, becomes Tame Mace, he becomes, uh, touches a dead person, and there's a Toma, and a ritual impurity that, that, that affects him. And the way to get rid of that is to shech the paraduma, a red, a red heifer, where we burn it up, and we take the ashes, and it's a process, and that helps the person become, become tahar. Uh, but that's, Rav Meshach says, and Rashi brings in Parshish Chukas, that the paraduma is a para, is a cow, should come and be mechaper on tavayim to kenech tzayas The paraduma is a cow, should, could be, is a kapara on the chet ego, on the... On the so everyone asks, what does is, what is, what is the paraduma have to do with the chet ego? Well, we do know that before the Chazal tell us that before the chet ego, by Matan Torah, people stopped dying. And after the chet ego, people started dying again. So you see a connection between, since the chet ego brought death back into the world. So that's what, that's what Thomas Mace comes from. But we could say, we think about it, we could say it slightly differently and, 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 and understand these points. That we, if we understand that ruchnius means, I'm sorry, cheris means, you are the person, you are the, 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 the side in that relationship which is directing the, the, the process. You're the one who's setting the, setting the path, setting the goal. Where if we raise ourselves, I'm not saying clear, but if we raise ourselves up, our chumris up, our physicality up, and we attach ourselves with the direction that the Torah prescribes for us, so we're becoming part of the prescription of the form, prescription of where we're supposed to go. So that, but what does that mean? That means if a person in life goes through life with a sense of responsibility, with a sense of responsibility to what he's trying to accomplish, a responsibility to do what the Torah says, then you're part of the tzura. If you don't have that responsibility, you don't have a direction, then you're just simply physicality. A person, when he's alive, has a good for the neshama, and the neshama, his, his spirituality, directs his body what to do. When a person dies, so the body is left without any direction at all. It's, it's simple, simple physicality, simple material matter. It doesn't have that direction anymore. The soul goes up to, to where it needs to go, but the body, and that's tumah. That's 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 the opposite. That's the opposite. Of what we're saying you're supposed to raise yourself up because that's the physicality by itself. So we said now we can understand perhaps what is the para do? I have to go to chet ego. Because why is it a kapar and the chet ego? Because the chet ego was also the same thing. It was the physicality dragging down and, and not allowing the 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 the, the, the to bring up the, the 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 physical person and and have his body become have him become almost as if he's part of the Torah itself. 
but rather it was the physical body pulling down the pulling down the the, the ruchnias, pulling down the spirituality. And that's what happened. when a person dies. That it physically happens that the body disconnects from the ruchnias. It's no longer it doesn't pull the ruchnias down, but it's physicality by itself. So we say let the paraduma come and be on the because it's again it's the same concept, it's the same idea. Whereas the chet ego was not allowing the ruchnias to raise up the, 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 the physicality. When a person dies, the ruchnias can no longer raise up the physicality. So the paraduma is a kapara on that. And if you think about it, we said if we understand what we're saying in this way that a direction gives a person a sense of responsibility. So we can also relate it, can relate it to everybody's life. It's not just this deep, esoteric concept of, 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 phys- of ruchnias and gashmias and physicality and spirituality. Every person in their life, you have to decide where you're going. What is defining what you're doing in your life? What, what tells you what to do? How do you guide yourself? And if you, if, you're, if, you, if you lead your life in such a way that you're following a set of principles, then you become part of that principle. You yourself are part of that principle. You're not just separate from that principle. You become one and the same. You come identify with that principle. Just like a person, someone who learns Torah becomes part of the Torah himself. So if you direct yourself in a different way, you are part of it. And you're wholly just the same. And, 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 and that, that sense of responsibility, that's something which a person, is not just a sense of responsibility, it's a sense of responsibility that can elevate a person to be, to, 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 to be all that much more great. And, that's, and again, if we just return back to the words of the Chazal, of Amr Shadarshan, that Tavoy aim, let the mother come and clean up the filth of the child, that's the child who was a, ch- a young child who has no sense of responsibility and just and, and, and defiles the, 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 the palace of the king. But the mother, why does the mother come to clean it up? The mother comes to clean it up because the mother has a sense of responsibility. It's my child. My child made a mess. I have to clean it up. So that means, so the Paraduma is supposed to tell us that we have a sense of responsibility in life. Our sense of responsibility is to is, is to follow the words of the Torah. And if we follow the words of the Torah, if we do, if we toil in the Torah, we can make ourselves holy like the Luchas. We could be, we could say about ourselves that we're Mas Elikim, and they're writing on us as a Mechtav Elikim, and we should all merit to be Bnei Charen, that Oiskin Vatar.